Asian girl. For Asian girls, by Asian girls. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Asian Girl. My name is Isabel Young. I'm an 18-year-old first-year college student from Boston, Massachusetts, now based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I am Burmese-Vietnamese, and I'm so excited to be here today. And today I am joined by... Hi, it's Nina here. I'm a 17-year-old Indian American. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I moved to Singapore around two to three years ago, and now I'm an international student here. Currently in my last year of IB, thank the heavens. <laughs> and we have Isabel here in her first year of college, and um, that's been rough. It's been, it's been um, <laughs> week. Her, her words, not mine. So, um, yeah. What your um trials and tribulations? It's definitely been a little bit of an uphill battle the past couple months. Um, it's a learning curve, definitely. I think one thing I've been telling people though is like I love the people, like all my friends, like everyone I've met, like great, ten out of ten. But like school is just like hits you like a truck. Um, mm-hmm. I think I realized kind of like the whole idea of college is kind of I don't know it's kind of fucked in a way because <laughs> like I'm like in this dorm not I know not everyone stays in dorms but like I'm in a dorm on this college campus I'm like eating the college food like my existence is to study and like be here like just to like do work and like learn which is like so cool but also when you get so deep into it and you're like I literally am on this routine of like eat breakfast, go to class, eat lunch, and then like do it again every single day. I'm like, it drives me like, yeah, yeah. And I'm a miss like finals and midterms and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it gets stressful. But I'm taking interesting classes. Like that's the thing is the thing about college that was different than high school is I can really specify like or like I guess like zone in on classes that I want to take and learn about things that I want to learn about whereas like in high school I felt like I had to it was like very standardized and like some classes that I like did not care about I just was like what's the point of this but like all my classes like even though they're stressful like I I have interest in them which is amazing yeah yeah and I would love to talk more about like like for you be like your growth going from high school transitioning to college for me I'm on the cusp of like beginning college applications I haven't actually begun because um to give some context for my timeline I in Singapore like my school starts in January so like I'll be starting my final year of high school um like in like a month which is weird to say but also it's been a long time coming um and then I'll be applying around like October this year and then I'll only find out like in May or March of next year where I'm going to be so then I start in like 2025 I am on the cusp between like 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 in high school where like you don't have much autonomy over what Mm. you're learning and I feel like when you're you know you're like given all these like piles of work you have to complete and things you have to memorize and regurgitate rinse and repeat it's Mm. it becomes so easy to feel like you know you're falling into this mundane routine and you feel like sort of like a piece of like steel being whacked over and over again (laughs) yeah you know but then I feel like when you're taking these interesting classes like you shared like that's when it's not you're being whacked repeatedly over and over again you're actually like growing and like you know Mm. getting the college experience that is so romanticized (laughs) yeah I, I would say like it's definitely romanticized but I also think I mean I go to like I go to Carnegie Mellon so I feel like it's definitely a different college experience than a lot of what my friends are having but also at the same time I think it's really like what you make of it like if you want to go out and you want to go to a party like you can do that but like there's also like no one like telling you no like but no one's gonna force you to go out and no one's gonna make the experience for you which I think is something that like early on I'm like okay I was like okay this is kind of like the romanticized college like moment and like you can make that for yourself but I think there's also people out there who are like out to like you know either make it like bad for you which is like oh my god am I like mentioning a one-sided beef right now Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, I I don't I'm I'm going to like be quiet on that one. But like I think I think you can really just make it what what you want and I think like 
the thing about college that like is so romanticized that I didn't like before was like oh like everything like when you're in college like everything's figured out yeah like you you're supposed to like have a plan and I feel like the majority of people I know like don't have a plan but like we're all we all know what we like so we just like study that stuff and then we hope Mm -hmm. one day it'll like we'll figure it out but yeah I don't know yeah it's just like putting your eggs in baskets that you hope will you know bring you money at this point (laughs) (laughs) speaking of um paths and trajectories uncertainty and whatnot you are majoring in philosophy am I correct yes so um obviously today when our whole season is the theme of arts and media and whatnot and this episode is specifically just our little I said it was like a a video diary of us just talking about arts as careers, what that means to us, what arts as a passion means to us. So you were just talking about how there's so much uncertainty and like the myth of college being a place where you walk in already knowing like from the get-go what you want and what you envision for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, How does the classes you're taking or the choices that you're making, the ways you're taking initiative right now, how would you say that connects to creativity? Or just arts yeah. or your passions, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that I knew going into college I wanted to explore more of. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, I didn't, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of music. My parents didn't, like, force me to, like, play the, play any instruments or anything. And that's something in high school I really wished I did. I wished I knew how to play the piano or I wish I knew how to play the guitar because the guitar one is, like, the hottest instrument. Like, oh my God. I, I think... Personally, in my opinion, that's like the hottest. There's so instrument. many micro trends; like it just keeps repeating. Every two years, it just cycles back. I feel like guitars yeah. and ukulele has just become like the trend. Wait, but they're different. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend anyone here, but um, no, I just remember like, was it 2016 or 2017 where like playing the ukulele was like the the thing. That was, <laughs> that was my experience. I was a little sixth grade child and just people who brought the ukuleles to school oh my like, gosh not to school yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no but I do know what you mean yeah it was like the like Christmas like thing yeah. oh but anyways like I just always wished I like did more creative stuff where I was like more artsy and stuff like that but there was definitely like this notion from my parents that like like arts was like not something they wanted me to like pursue like as a career so when I was like, oh, I think I want to, like, major in philosophy, I always knew I kind of wanted to do, like, philosophy with, like, something more techie, like, mm-hmm. like doing computer science or something like that, because I always, like, had that interest in technology and, like, the impacts of technology, but I knew that, like, most of my skill set was, like, in humanities, was in, like, writing and, like, just, like, not, like, hardcore math, like, that's not, that's definitely not my calling, um, So, like, telling my parents, like, oh, like, I think I want to, like, do this philosophy thing, and they're kind of, like, like, they don't really, like, get it, and I think, like, philosophy is definitely, like, my major is called ethics, history, and public policy, so it's definitely a little bit different than philosophy, but it's in the philosophy department at my school. Yeah, I was telling them about it, and they were, like, but, like, just do what you, just do what you like, because they're, my parents are very, like, firm believers, and if you do what you like, you'll probably be more successful than if you're just, like, forcing yourself to like keep doing things that just aren't working um so I was like oh yeah like I think I'm gonna like do this whole like humanities thing and then like oh like yeah and I can do some like technology you know like some computer science like on the side um to like make it like more impressive or whatever and I think like that has continued through like continued with me through college like when I was picking classes I was like okay I'm gonna take a computer science class like I'm gonna like make sure I have calc in my in my um schedule and like all that stuff and I think it hindered you know me taking some of the classes that I was really interested in like some other humanities classes like there's a class called dangerous ideas in society which is a philosophy class and I didn't end up taking it because I was like oh I I should take math even though, like, I, I knew I, I'm not pursuing that. Um, so I think there's, like, these, like, ideas, like, in the back of my head, like, these voices from, like, my parents being, like, oh, like, you know, you have to, like, make it work. Like, you have to, like, you know, maybe be a lawyer, you know, get me that law degree. But, yeah, I, I definitely do use my creative side in 
a lot of my humanities classes, like a lot of writing, which is my favorite type of way to express creativity. Um, but yeah, I, I want to take more, I want to take a woodshop class. I want to get into more okay. woodworking. Mm-hmm. And my friend is taking, they're taking a jewelry, like a metal, um, metal jewelry class. And I want to take that later down the line as well. I think that's one way, like, These are I want to express. Or yeah. These- oh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, they're like classes and they have, um, we have like, uh, this place called like TechSpark and mm-hmm. it, it's basically just like a maker space. So you can make whatever you want. Like you can make like rings and stuff as long as you take like the classes and like I just find that so cool like I want to like work with my hands more um and also when I was growing up like I wasn't exposed to like music like I said that already but like more like performance music like the other week I went to an opera with my friends like that was like a really like weird experience like I never mm-hmm. like gone to an opera before and like my friends were like oh yeah like it'll just be like it's like a show whatever I like didn't realize that they weren't in English for some reason like I knew <gasps> screaming at the chaplain and you're like what is going on (laughs) no like literally like I was like oh like they started singing and I was like oh wait I don't understand what they're saying and then I was like there was this projector above the whole like theater and I was like the whole time before the show started I was like oh do they need to like is that like a mistake like do they need to like move that up like there's a projector screen I was like what is that for they have subtitles for the opera and I was just like, oh, and it's like a whole like culture that I did it. Like, it's a whole like thing where people like dress up on a Friday night, like in their like long dresses and they go to the opera and I'm like, okay. And now me and my friends were like, okay, like, let's go to the opera. Like, it's just so fancy. And I like, I never had experienced that before. And those are the experiences that I'm having more in college because I want to learn more about like music and culture and arts that like I didn't get growing up. And especially, like, an appreciation for it, not just, like, being like, oh, yeah, that's, like, cool, you know? Like, actually understanding, like, art history, like, that's something I really want to get into more. Um, but, yeah, like, I guess, like, how do you, how have you, like, pursued your creative, like, hobbies in high school? And, like, where do you see that, like, in your future? Yeah, I was sharing um, this with you before when we were, like, talking about planning the episode. And I really feel like I'm in a place where I... I'm lacking that creativity, that creative spark in my life. I feel like, especially, um, I shared a bit of this with, um, <laughs> on the blurb that we put on the Instagram, but moving from Los Angeles to Singapore, which I talk about endlessly, but like really that's been like in my life, the biggest change yeah. I've had, the biggest like mental shift that I've had to, you know, put into mm-hmm. my brain. Um, like, I mean, LA is that like, it, it is what you stereotype it to be part partially you know what I mean like there is that like I grew up in West LA where like there's like countless people who are like the typical you know quintessential LA person that like have these dreams and either they've like mm. if they're, I mean if they're really privileged and really rich they've been those people that have accomplished their dreams they have been that writer they've been that producer filmmaker mm. whatever and it just creates especially since I was in like a very privileged epicenter I went to private school and it was just you know very I don't know whatever pish posh words you could describe it as yeah I was just surrounded by all this like idealism and optimism where there's all these people who like like these children who come from parents that have had these illustrious careers and it makes you believe like yes like whatever arts I pursue really can like become this like fruitful like thing that can sustain me through my adult life you know what I mean Mm -hmm. And then moving here, it's a much more, I wouldn't say slap in the face, because even when I was, like, 15 years old, a year before I moved here in LA, like, I understood that, like, it's not as realistic to be pursuing, you know, like, studying theater in college as I may have wanted to, or doing more artistic things. Yeah, you were a theater kid. I was a theater kid. I apologize. (laughs) And I think I need to be able to find the ways to incorporate creativity in my life so I don't go crazy and I think because I think I think the purpose of art really is just to like help find some sort of meaning and like the structures that we just have to live in you know what I mean like there are some structures and societal routines that we just can't get away from because we have to survive we have to make money things like that (laughs) and I I at least for like for me like okay I think I like really 
I think I I agree like partially with that I think like mm-hmm. at least for me now like in college like especially at Carnegie Mellon like a lot of my friends are art majors and like a lot of my friends like are like art majors like fine arts drama like architecture you know like music and those people are some of the most passionate people I've ever yeah. met and mm-hmm. they love their um they they love their art and like it's like because it's it's their like it's their life it's what they breathe and it's just so impressive to me like because I know that like I don't necessarily want to pursue art and like I know that you know I do like this like if I were to pursue art it'd be like writing um Mm. and I just it's been so nice getting to know like so many creative people because it's informed like oh like they they their break is like maybe going to like calc you know like their break is like maybe coding a little bit but like that's it's like it's just the reverse and Mm. you know that's like what I want to take a little bit into my life is like okay like maybe I take a woodworking class or like oh I do like a writing workshop class like a creative writing class and that balance I think will like get me there but also the whole idea of like the monotony and the kind of a little bit pe- of pessimism is like when you're burnt out, like when I'm burnt out, like kind of right now, like I'm at the end of like midterms, like we're finals week is next week. When I'm burnt out, like the last thing I want to do, right? Like like we were talking about a little bit before the episode is like pick up my journal and like start yeah. writing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like s- my brain is just so tired. And, like, I physically can't, like, write. That's, like, and that's my form of creative expression. Like, I need to, I need to have energy to, you know, foster the creativity. And, you know, like, I, I guess, like, I have to work on trying to find ways to incorporate it, like, while I'm busy, if that makes sense. Like, it can't just be, like, oh, after everything is over. Because mm-hmm. I know even after I'm just going to, like, like, after this, I'm probably going to just, like, rot like before finals week starts because I need to just like chill out but that's that's my whole thing is like I don't know like what you I I know you said you've been doing like voice like like voice memos instead like Mm -hmm. you want to talk about that a little bit more yeah I mean just to add on to what you said I feel like there's also this misconception that like when you have artistic passions like every single time you go to the passion it's going to be like an easy release it just like the words spill out of you the the paint spills spills out of I you. wish oh, no. <laughs> I'm not here writing a whole you know book like your the book about your mom if you would love to talk about that but um yeah I think writing is more of like my artistic outlet or creative outlet as well mm. and yeah I think I, I definitely have the misconception where like if I'm not sitting down and I don't like get in the flow within like the first minute it's wrong and I should just wait and then it just becomes a cycle of like procrastinating and I think you do like with any hobby with any sort of you know goal or anything you have to accomplish like you do have to like get through some sort of barriers and there is some grunt work that comes with like writing even if it's for like your own mental well-being or if it's just like a journaling or reflection moment so even though like writing and journaling has been a bit of like a struggle for me like I've just decided not to push past that struggle and just do like voice memos because like for one it's more accessible like I can just do it I guess wherever that's so smart yeah maybe not in public because <laughs> on the train like on the train <laughs> like on your way to school you're just like like ranting about your life <laughs> crying that's crazy but um yeah but I yeah I'm just pro um video journals right now and also, yeah, I was talking about, like, when my mind is just in a place where it's, like, endless stream of thoughts. Like, mm. I cannot, like, match the speed of my hand to the speed of the thoughts going in my brain. Like, it's just, it's just easier for, like, the conversation to flow. And I yeah. think also speaking verbally gives a lot of clarity. Because sometimes when you write, sure. like, I think, like, some, it, it doesn't exactly, I guess, match what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, there's, like, yeah cognitive dissonance in a way for me Mm -hmm. yeah and I especially for me like when I talk out stuff I feel like it's just like feels more of a release in some way Mm -hmm. sometimes like I feel like writing sometimes I can get like caught up in like 
the writing like I know I'm not writing like artistically in a journal but like for some reason I feel the need to like write a certain way like my like writer voice comes out and like oh my gosh I have like so many journals like like empty journals that I like should probably be writing in like Mm -hmm. I like under my desk right now I have like three journals that like haven't been used yet and it's just it's just like sometimes picking up the journal like picking up my phone and just recording is just so much easier and the journal just feels like a whole like ordeal sometimes which is like er. but that's like you kind of mentioned the like the book that I the the book that I wrote that's it that sounds so weird to say but like it's an accomplishment (laughs) in like my senior year of high school so my last year of high school our final like capstone project almost was we had a month to just do a passion project and mine was just like to mine was to write a book basically did you actually complete this in a month or was it a longer process yeah it was it was done in a month but like it's a it's a pretty short book it's like a it's like a collection of things that I've written and I just like had so much time to write and I think like part of that like I had a lot of writer's block like in the middle like like any normal person does but also like having too much time sometimes was like bad because I was like oh I'll just like do it tomorrow or whatever but having that time to just be creative and like try different styles of writing and all of like and just like being able to try out different things was something I really needed like I needed a creative like playground almost and like I needed time to do that because obviously like when we work we don't we can't just all like do it all at once like we have to like take breaks and stuff like that and I would never have gotten that I don't know if I will ever get that again in my life mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think about like with the monotony and stuff like I wish that like over my winter break when I go home like I could just like I'll, I'll I wish my 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 exist like my body would just like be like okay like time to write <laughs> and like yeah yeah. that's what I need to like discipline myself to do and like force myself to do it because it'll be it'll be good for me but like what are the chances that I do it (laughs) you know like I think discipline is so like overlooked when it comes to creativity like they sound it sounds counterintuitive to like you know relate discipline to arts when it's supposed to be an outlet and you know Mm -hmm. distraction from work but it's sort of like what you were saying with like the you know that peer of yours that like the break is calculus and it's a break from the work which is like her art classes Mm -hmm. like I think you know our like discipline doesn't have to be um totally like taken away from arts I think if you add some like grunt work it can definitely be fruitful like for me if I'm um you know writing my journal there is that Mm -hmm. urge to be like all artsy and eloquent to make yeah. some, you know, a beautiful piece of work you know like oh you know the narcissism in my brain where it's like oh what if someone finds this journal and, like, <laughs> like historians <laughs> I have a like, thought process and I'm like you know what maybe maybe a small little teenage girl's diary is not really the focus of future historians so you know cut the crap but um I will like you know write whatever messy things are going on in my brain and then like the next page I'll, you know, maybe write some, like, amateur poetry just for, like, my own sake. Just to yeah. be, like, creative. Just to, like... It also helps not to romanticize. I'm not encouraging that. But, like, in a way, mm-hmm. like, it, there there has been some, like, lines that I've wrote that have, like, you know, made me a bit more optimistic. Or <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Wait. in some ways... Like, like what? I don't know. I think I was just talking about, like, certain, like... Like, like there was, like, this one day where I was just having... I don't know, I was just very exhausted with, like, routine, actually, and then I wrote a bit about, like, this one sunrise that I saw, like, on yeah. the beach, um, I was with my friends, and yeah. It was Wait, just... that's so, that's so pretty. Dude, yeah. I need to go to a beach, and I need to just look at the sun. Are there beaches in Pittsburgh? Like, is there any? <laughs> I'm in a landlocked there? state. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a beach, bro. Bro. But I, I, I do, I am a romanticizer, like, on walks. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, damn, the trees are looking extra, extra fine today. Fine today. <laughs> like, yeah. mighty fine today. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, I think that just, like, my inner monologue, like, I just laugh sometimes. Like, it's good for you. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think one of the things that I'm 
work working on is definitely the discipline with creativity like I I want to be one of those people who can do like write five pages a day <laughs> like mm-hmm. I used to be like one yeah. of those people who I was like oh I'll write like three things I'm grateful about every day and it like that like low-key works mm-hmm. like when you think about what you're grateful for like it it actually works but yeah. I digress um yeah I I think like I don't see I wish I saw more like of a creative path in my future but I think that like my skills like I guess like I'm thinking about going to law school I don't know are you I don't know you know I was I was like oh I'll take like an econs degree because it's good to have that skill set and then go to law school on top of it and then open my you know possibilities and whatnot but I think I don't know I can't imagine myself working in a law setting I think the paperwork and like the mm, too much yeah no literally (laughs) like our former podcast director Ellie shout out to you if you're listening um yeah she's um doing amazing things our lawyer queen our lawyer queen yeah let us know how that's going (laughs) how is yeah creativity (laughs) going in your life but go on but I feel like Okay, I, I'm sure, like, other people f- probably relate to this, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like because I'm studying, like, the humanities and, like, some of my friends are studying, like, English and history and stuff, and I feel like there's this, like, pressure with, like, people who, like, do study, like, humanities that there's, like, that you're gonna, like, not that you're gonna go to law school, but, like, that law school is, like, the only path to, like, yeah. success mm-hmm. in those fields. Like, oh, like, if you become a teacher, like it's, like, somehow, like, um, it's somehow, like, looked down upon, but, like, Mm -hmm. but then, like, teachers are probably some of the most important people in, like, society today, like, when I tell people, like, oh, I'm majoring in, like, philosophy or whatever, they're just, like, oh, like, that sounds cool, and I'm, like, oh, like, (laughs) cute, (laughs) and then I'm, like, oh, maybe I'll go to law school, and they're, like, oh, that's hot, like, that's so cool, like, what do you want to do, like, People start, like, buying into it more, the more, like, prestigious it is, and I I feel like that's so, like, that's such BS, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I I do envision that, like, the trap, I mean, like, I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of, like, you know, falling into the pressures of, like, forming, or, like, I guess tweaking whatever creative paths that you may have envisioned for yourself, or, like, you know, like, conforming to, like, what society deems to be very high quality very you yeah know, great allure mm-hmm. careers like yeah especially when you said like like if you're taking like those humanities classes it's like assume that like being a lawyer or like going to law school is like that final end goal it's like the fail safe it's um reminding me of what you said earlier how like you also want to pair your classes with like a coding class or a stem class a math class during an interview we had with Mahua who owns her own clothing brand and is also, um, I think, starting to become a teacher. She shared how, with her clothing brand being her artistic outlet, that also, you know, became a very like lucrative business. She was able to mm-hmm. get, you know, some success off of that, and like you know, sustain like, you know, whatever you have to pay to live in New York City, right? Like she <laughs> That's also a lot. had, <laughs> yeah, she also had like her teaching career and like the teaching classes she was taking as like something to show to her parents is like oh this is proof that like I am being like a financially responsible adult and I am Mm -hmm. like taking initiative to be like a real quote-unquote adult because I feel like especially with like the way that like artistic careers lack the very familiar milestones that we know to be like good markers of, of success in adulthood I think that makes it so much more uncertain for like our Asian parents especially which like we can kind of talk more about yeah Asian parents influencing our views of arts because it's just you're not gonna have those like orthodox markers or milestones that tell you like oh I'm doing something right you know I think it becomes like even less and less linear the more creativity and risk you add to it yeah yeah I I have so much respect for like people like I'm just like in so much awe when I when I meet people who knew their passion for Mm -hmm. for art like when they found their passion for art so young because I like wish I or passion for anything like so young because I'm like I still like don't really know what I want to do um but it's just I don't know it's just really like beautiful to me and I feel like my artistic my artistic journey is starting a little bit late later because my parents never really like exposed my sister and I to arts really like 
I feel like my sister's pretty like exposed to fashion and stuff like that but for me like I never really cared about art I'll like I'll say it like I I feel like for a long time like I just didn't I didn't really care and like I've done dance like I've done visual Mm -hmm. art and I just kind of did it because those classes were required at my school but now I look back and I'm like wow those skills like I can ballroom dance (laughs) like those skills are like like now in college I think it's also like I'm around different people so when I'm like oh yeah like I can ballroom dance people are like wait what (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I did ballroom dancing in middle school and like I don't know like I did ballet and stuff like this and I don't know it's just like a cool skill that I have now that I would never I didn't think was cool before I guess Mm -hmm. but now that I'm around people with I I think like I'm more outside of my bubble like in college and like I know more people and now I don't really have to like I can do whatever I want basically like my parents aren't don't really they're they're not here so I'm like oh yeah I'll just like join this club and like I'll try this out I'll like go to the art studio and I'll make something you know and I don't know my parents didn't never really influence my interest in art but I think because I've met so many artistically inclined people I'm like oh I want to be in on this conversation I want to know about this and that um so yeah like what was your like first exposure to like art like music stuff like that like did you play an instrument I attempted I tried playing the piano when I was like younger but I had this really scary Russian teacher who I just did not fuck with in any shape or form (laughs) (laughs) and it was funny because um the the place that we would go to um that I used to go to at least when I was like younger really young like I don't really actually not really young Really young means like four years old at this so point. So young. I like, yeah, I was like, no, I was seven or eight. And then I quit when I was nine. I don't know. Um, the music center is like at the bus stop for my middle school. So every time I was like there, I could like feel the fear. I was, like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that's crazy. That's um hilarious. But um that's a bad example. Why did I talk about that? But, no, um, I feel like that's like a common experience though. Like, why does ever like I feel like most of my friends like were scared of their piano instructor. Like, okay, okay, that's okay. Yeah, because I think a lot of like the whole trope of like oh with art like you have to like like um the the, the fucking steel comment I made earlier where like you're, you're, where you're begging like my my um this is sports but like my friend's teacher was like oh like the only way you're gonna like really be able to like do these really good lunges or do these really good attacks is like you have to you know be oh for fencing (laughs) (laughs) no no, for art (laughs) writing i like her lunges and i was like (laughs) (laughs) no um clarification this is fencing but it's like i'm going i'm making a point um you have to like really work your thighs like they're steel yeah you do (laughs) so there's this whole thing there's this whole mentality like you know suffering building character building your ability to make you know either perform better in sports Mm -hmm. or like perform and create better things in art so I think a lot of the people a lot of the reasons why people will have difficult or almost even traumatizing sometimes experiences with like artistic instructors is because of the belief that like oh I really have to like push you to your like literal mental limits to create good art and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that yeah I mean that example makes me think about like my friends that did ballet who were like traumatized from ballet like they were like like in the splits and they were like pushed down into the splits no I would I would love to have like an interview with like a ballerina I would just that'd be cool yeah 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 because I mean the ballet like ballet is so beautiful but it is so painful like I was telling my friend the other day, like I tried doing like on, you know like on point. Yeah. Oh wow. Ballet. Like when we you're like on your toes. Not like, dogging on point. I don't know where, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. There was like a club, and I was like, "Oh, like can I oh. try it?" And they were like, "Yeah, like we take anyone." We take like, anyone. Oh, I, oh, anyone? Okay. Okay. Deal. Um, All right. Yeah. Sign me. But yeah, art art as discipline is yeah, I think there can definitely be you could take it too far. You could definitely take it yeah. too far. And I think a lot of people, like, especially me with a lot of sports, 
is I always tell people like tennis is like the sport that I'll always love like for the rest of my life but like rowing like I row right now like rowing is the sport that got ruined because it was like too competitive for me like where my coaches were just like really competitive and like all this stuff like I like the sport and I think it's really great I love competing but like I don't love it because it's just like it pushed me to it to a place that I didn't like who I was when I was doing it and like Mm -hmm. but tennis though like I always just played it recreationally and like I'm playing the Saturday because I just like love the social aspect and stuff like that um and you could definitely get pushed too far and then I think you have to take like really long breaks because it's like really traumatizing like what Mm -hmm. I mean for me in sports and then like like swimming like that was like (gasps) (laughs) but yeah yeah but definitely like I can relate like my outlet like where people might have an artistic outlet to like my like sports outlet like I've always played sports my whole life and Mm -hmm. that's something that I've pursued like even in college like I think I'm not like I'm just like doing it for fun so that's like my that's like my mental reset that like I have to force myself to like or discipline myself to like go out and like go join the team for the workout or like go out and stuff like that but definitely I want to do that for arts too because I want to work like multiple parts of like my my skill set like my brain yeah but is reading like an art low-key though can it be because then I'd be more artistic honestly (laughs) because I okay reading and languages like I feel like those like languages I think are their own thing but that's also something that I've been working on in college is Mm -hmm. like I think it, it makes me more of, like, an art enthusiast, which I think is the category yeah. I'm falling into right now. But art enthusiast. An art practitioner, maybe. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, but, like, I want I, – I, like, just got books, like, two new books for from a Secret Santa swap. Ooh, and, like – Reveal. Got, well, yeah, I got The Song of Achilles. Have you read ooh. that? I – I've only heard about it. I I heard it's really I've heard, sad. I, I've only heard it compared to like, what's the other one? Like, I'm gonna mispronounce it. Like, Circa, Circa. Oh, Circe. Circe. Oh my god, I butchered that. <laughs> no. I did a I did a project on her. Don't worry. I yeah, know. Her. I've only heard it compared to that book, mm. and yeah, Song of Achilles wasn't as good apparently, but it's really emotional. Oh. So I mean, I'm not trying to. Really yeah. Her, like, well, I'm gonna read it, so I'll let yeah. you know. But yes. and then I got little fires everywhere. Oh, you know my only knowledge of that book was that there was a show with like Reese Witherspoon in it, and I was like, oh, it's like that kind of show, like on Hulu. <laughs> oh, it's that kind <laughs> of show. Bye. I was like, I didn't know what to expect, and I thought it was like I don't know, like, typical like I thought it was like a typical family drama, but then I like went on TikTok and like looked it up, and it's like so emotional. I think about like the Asian experience as well, and I was like. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I'm still on the fact that you said you looked it up on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, yeah. At this point, that's what I do. Like, it's like my if I want to form an opinion on things that I don't know about, <laughs> it's really bad. But I go to TikTok and then I go to Google. Oh, so. and then Google. Okay. <laughs> Trust but okay. verify. Trust but verify. If it's like a pop culture thing. If it's like a book or a show, then yeah. But if it's like actual like news. news <laughs> <laughs> no yo you know those people who used to like just get their news from like snapchat stories instagram oh my god but it's a whole other conversation we cannot <laughs> no yeah that would t- that's gonna take another day but yeah but yeah definitely i'm a big reader definitely a big reader i love yeah. i love getting book recommendations but loki people look down on reading yeah i think i mean Reading will just forever be underrated. I have been doing really good this month with books. One, because of, like, audiobooks, which I've totally overlooked. Um, really? I, I swear to God, like, I read, um, have you heard of the book Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed? I haven't heard of it. So, it's, <laughs> I, I, I have mixed thoughts on it. I think it's a very good book to start and fuel conversations about race and white privilege and whatnot. Interesting. But, Wait, what is I'm it called? Not, uh, such a fun age. Okay. Kylie Reed. I can 
supposed to tell it to you later on. I, I, I read it within like two days because I had the audiobook and it was like so like I was eating it up, right? Like it's just so much easier when you're on the train, when you're on the go. Like I was just able to listen to it instead of, you know, rotting my ears to the same music I listen to every day. Music listening is also if that was like a artistic thing, like I making I Spotify that. playlists. Spotify is like my actual temple, so but, um oh my god, we should do like a Spotify wrapped like thing. What was yours? Was wait, it Lord? It was okay. I like okay. oh wait, my okay, <laughs> this is like a hot take. Um Okay. So it was Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. which is like okay, we love. That makes sense. But, but also I feel like if I was said Taylor Swift, I'd be like, that's like a little too basic. Not that Lord yeah. isn't basic. But, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, I can't put Taylor, I can't, like, be, like, oh, my top artist was Taylor Swift. Like, it was, like, Taylor Swift, Lord, and then, like, I want to say, like, low-key, I low-key, was it, like, One Direction, though? Because, like, that's embarrassing. Oh, my God. No. But that's, that's hilarious. I'm so, I'm sorry for it. Um, I <laughs> Let's pull it up. Let me pull it up. Pulling out the receipts, guys. Okay. Because it, it. I don't really use Spotify, so. Guess what do you use? I use. This is like so. This is so embarrassing. I use uh, YouTube Music. Is that not more like inconvenient? Okay, because my cousin, my cousin, um, pays for the premium subscription. Oh, oh, okay. Then that's valid. Get your bag. Yeah. So I'm like in my in my free my my free era. No. My free era. <laughs> my liberation. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, like, in a... Me and, like, I don't know, five or six other people are, like, sharing one Spotify account. <laughs> not account, not account, not account. But, um, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the family but, plan? Yeah, 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 family plan. Not account. A family plan. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... <laughs> you know you can mute that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like fully watching your spotify rap like right yeah, now i'm finding it wait okay elton uh, okay this is the oh wait record. lana i know oh wait wait boy genius is so gay bro no i know it's um a problem do you have a crush no, like, on julian baker see i i don't even view julian baker as like a person <laughs> <laughs> She's like, <laughs> that's crazy. But I need to see them live. Oh, oh, okay, wait, good question. What are like the artists that like you need to see live before you die? Who? So who have I seen? Who have I already seen live? I've seen Taylor Swift. I went to the Eras yeah. tour. Wait, yeah. is she coming to Singapore? She is coming to Singapore, <gasps> and like I, I. <laughs> wait, we've talked about this, low key. We've talked about this. The the, the guttural gasp that he gave that was great. But um, you need no, to see I, her. Oh my god. The Rep TV conspiracy, like, have you seen those on TikTok? Oh, oh. I- I've seen them, and it's it's thorough. It's like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you guys have a lot of time in your hands. But um, no, she's coming to Singapore in like March, and like we're trying to get mm-hmm. tickets. Still. Like we're still in the midst of the Great War, so pray. <laughs> we're praying. Um. Yeah. So I've seen Taylor Swift. I've seen The Weekend. I've seen. Do you Ooh. know who? Do you know Cave Town? Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, that was my that's first concert. Twenty twenty for me. Yeah, that that's what everyone says. Yeah, that just oh my god. Yeah, quarantine. So I think those are the three I've seen Ed Sheeran. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, but it was like a fifty dollar mm-hmm. ticket. Might as well. Like, Honestly, okay, go, people like make fun of him, but like he's so good. Is he? Like, that was a great I, concert. I, 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 I'm not saying is he. I'm saying, like, is he. Like, I literally don't know much about it. I feel like, like you would listen to Ed Sheeran. Really? I mean... Like, a little I bit. Probably, I mean, maybe. Like, I, know like, I feel like everybody stuff. likes a little bit of yeah, Ed everyone Sheeran. Everyone does. Everyone has been exposed to Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I want to go to a Muna concert. Ooh, yeah. Um... And I would, I would live and die for a hoster concert. <gasps> yeah. That would bring me back to life. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that would resurrect. 
yeah. yeah there's there's there was literally one in boston and like i i am I in pittsburgh and i was like of course oh my god and do you, oh my god and noah khan was like at one of the concerts i would have been brought back to life like actual that is a religious experience no like this time, you're so right crazy. i know I, I was like thinking about it and i was like wait like i i just did something but um <laughs> um she no, just did this, something around this time last year was when i saw like elton john a concert which like is one of my less basic artists i guess on my spotify <laughs> but um it was actually like life altering too like i just yeah i have such emotional <laughs> ties to so many of the songs yeah and yeah it was just yeah yeah oh my god hosier would be like a literal like religious like resurrection like i would be dying living and like i don't know and like the way i don't even understand like 25 percent of it i'm so sure probably the (laughs) other way around like 75 percent of it i don't understand but like Like the lyrics yeah i mean like i i i want to sit down and like analyze the lyrics and get everything out from them you know what i mean I watch people on YouTube, like, analyze Taylor Swift lyrics, like, chats yeah. and reacts, and, like, oh my god, they're so good, and they, they're Australian, and they have these, like, Australian accents, and it's just, mm-hmm. like, they're just, like, two friends chatting about, like, Taylor Swift lyrics, and they're just, like, keep getting mind-blown every time yeah. they, like, break yeah, down the lyrics. Us. That could be us. <laughs> no, literally, like, bonus content. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've but that's creative. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Lyric analysis. Yeah. Creativity. But um, yeah. I think writing is definitely like I think it's also one of the more accessible arts. Like mm. if you're not in a place like CME, we're like that's amazing. We're like you can have the choice to take those like right. jewelry making classes. I would love that. Like being creative. Great. Okay. Being creativity or being creativity. <laughs> she is <Being> creativity. creativity. <laughs> <laughs> being creative can be either very um very painful for your wallet or it can be very beneficial like i for the longest time have been wanting to crochet but yarn is such an expensive commodity oh my god maybe in singapore but i think also just everywhere it's like really expensive but um yeah i would love and you don't you need a lot of it too depending on what you're making i think um knitting takes less yarn Mm. so yeah maybe maybe that's something i'll try and i i like heard crocheting is like really like soothing like yeah it reminds me do you ever have have, like rainbow loom oh my god yeah like that's what it reminds me of that's so gay too oh my god what do you mean i thought every kid had rainbow loom Mm, there's a gay pipeline (laughs) rainbow loom to gay I saw it. I saw the pipeline. That was, that's from my perspective, though. Like, the hardcore kids who were really into it, gay. So, hot take. Because it was called Rainbow? Yeah. No, just because it was called Rainbow. No, I'm not saying the obvious here. It's This is purely observations around me. But, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. You have, like, a long way to go, but are you excited for college? Like, are you ex- Like, how do you feel? I'm excited for the opportunity to, like, have like more of the autonomy you were saying where I yeah. can make more choices and like the hobbies I want to pursue. Yeah. So I feel like as of right now with like the high school crunch, either I'm so busy and it feels like now, like quote unquote now is not the time to be creative or yeah. to be pursuing like things. But I would like love to like take a pottery class. Like the, I think that'd be so interesting. <gasps> yeah. I mean, like you and your woodwork. Yeah. Like I think that'd be so interesting, especially doing something with your hands. Yeah. Making something with like literal nothing, like literal clay. Yeah. It, yeah. I think being able to really go more into depth and explore more hobbies and be surrounded by people from like other walks of life who mm-hmm. give you the other perspective on like arts and like the different ways you can incorporate it in your life I think would be yeah. just so rewarding and also I don't know at least for me I went to a really small high school and like mm-hmm. I was like around like the same people for so long and it was just like going to college was like a, such a breath of fresh air because yeah. I was like around different people and I was like okay I get to choose, like, who I want to, like, hang out with. And, like, I get to choose, like, oh, like, I don't have to, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But, like, you get, there's so much more, like, 
autonomy but also like so much more like diversity like mm-hmm. in yeah. like what you could do and who you can meet and like so much more randomness I don't know mm-hmm. like my schedule every day is so different like there is a routine but also every day like there's something like something comes yeah. up or like someone's like oh like this is going on like let's go or something like that so that's mm-hmm. like really really fun like I think I was looking forward to the most like senior year of high school like meeting new people and like meeting people who were like more like me I guess and like mm-hmm. meeting people who wanted to like I don't know like find that balance of like oh I know I'm not like super interested in like you know doing the whole arts thing but like I love writing and like we would do yeah. like I go to like writing clubs with them mm-hmm. you know like we yeah. do like all that stuff like I don't know mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I find also like the people those social circles that like do try to incorporate art into their lives sort of just have an appreciation respect and passion for it and you know partaking in art like those are like the kind of friendships that like are so much more meaningful as well because I feel like when you're artistic you are able to develop like an emotional maturity that is so like profound and I, mm-hmm. I yeah I've just been real this is like a personal reflection on my part but um I've just been realizing how much I appreciate like that emotional maturity like you have amen you know for real like social awareness go I I support <laughs> we love emotional maturity yeah we love yeah and I yeah I, I mean there's a lot of people here like that are that definitely don't support like we have a really great like art program like a great mm-hmm. arts program here and, like there's definitely like those cs like computer science people who like have like no respect for like the arts and they're like oh that's like kind of stupid and i'm like yeah so you know why don't you try doing it like you know like yeah. what like and it's just like ridiculous uh, some people mm-hmm. just like don't understand I, I like think, mul- yeah. like multidisciplinary things on that mentality of like all the whatever you know effort wherever I place my efforts it has to be for like some sort of you know output or reward I think people under look or over overlook over what overlook overlook Jesus Christ yeah <laughs> people overlook the benefits that can be read from arts they like view it as being less viable as like whatever you would get from like stem or like whatever is like a basic respectable career quote-unquote yeah. yeah I mean like my mom would like sometimes she'd be like oh you know like this is just like a hobby you know it's not like a real like you, you know you're just doing this for like valid thing yeah yeah I don't know but I think like as like I've heard like as I've heard like in multiple kind of like people's stories like it, people like your parents like just I mean at least, like, for me, my parents just want the best for me, and, like, at the end of the day, like, they know, like, I'm probably not gonna, like, go be a doctor, Mm -hmm. and, like, they've, like, come to terms with that, but, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I, I can't, like, give you, like, I can't, like, live my life for you, so, like, you know, yeah, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I'm just really happy that I'm at a place, like, where I can pursue, like, arts, and there is, like, there are people who aren't, like, no one is all just, like, I, yeah. actually like what what am I saying I'm saying no people it, aren't it, like it's not people, zero or 100% it's yeah. not black and white like you yeah, can't like that balance you know and I think the thing about college is like there's people at least in high school I think it was the same way but there's people who are so good at so many different things that like you would not expect and yeah. like I don't know people like don't expect like I I do the podcast you know like or maybe they do. Ballroom pants. You don't do that anymore, but you you could if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but we'll Crazy. see. I mean, no, there's like ballroom dancing like every week. For like, real? In, yeah, there's a ballroom what dancing club. What are you doing? I'm such a fan. Oh my god, I I, no, I literally. Need but like that's the thing is like on like the difference in college is like my life is so much more like busy in like a good way like there's always so much like going on that you could do and that's like what I like I like lacked that in high school like where it was like Mm -hmm. oh like these are like the few options that you can pursue but like in college there's so many more options Mm -hmm. like so yeah I I think yeah just to like sort of begin wrapping up I think definitely going to like like um you know my my, I will be starting college when we like 2025 but like going to like my last year of high school like I know that 
I'll be looking forward to having more of those options and like yeah, yeah. freedom of choice at that point you know yeah of just being able to like dabble in whatever I want it doesn't have to be like a full-on commitment and like be like something I put efforts into so it can like contribute to like work you know it yeah. could just be like filling the space with like more enriching things yeah you know yeah. oh you're gonna do so well wait like so you're on your break I'm right hoping. now you're gonna you're gonna you're on your break right now right yeah I bless oh my god I'm on break right now I've been on break for like two weeks already three oh, weeks, that's so weeks. nice yeah. yeah I I pray for you you your midterms your finals I, yeah I have one yeah. more week oh my god yeah and freedom it, it'll be good it'll be good yeah I I only have I only have one final so oh, I okay. should be okay yeah um what, what's the class it's for calc yeah oh oh yeah. Hmm. okay so it'll be fine Exciting but yeah honestly that like that like stretch in your last year of high school I feel like for me I was just like I just like spent time with all my friends and I was just like oh my gosh oh god like it doesn't feel real we go to international school so that's like on a whole different level like you are gonna be dispersed throughout the globe so that's oh I can't think about that oh oh crazy (laughs) no but I'm so used to like long distance friends at this point like I like I already have like quite long distance friends so it's like yeah it won't be too much so you're like already good at it I wouldn't say good at it but I think it's gonna be not as jarring like I mean that's just how life is gonna be like especially like college and you progress through your career you're gonna make friends like you have to say goodbye to or try to keep connections with and we are so off topic oh my god but yeah (laughs) yeah I mean that's like kind of what it is like when me and my friends go home for a break, like we're all going like at like everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, I think we both like have like the same idea of like we really want to keep these like this creative like energy in our lives. And I think yeah. like maybe this is our little like 2024 like right? goal oh setting, <laughs> like a little new not like a resolution. I don't believe in resolutions, but like yeah. we're gonna like keep each other honest about like creative creative energy and like being able to like make stuff and like write stuff because it's Mm -hmm. like you'll need that in like the last year of your of school and like just like keeping that up and like I'll just need it to like for vibes you know like I need to Mm -hmm. like practice and I want to produce stuff yeah I think I'll need that I only just start making that like, more of a habit to, like, work to incorporate, you know, creative energy into my life, just so I, like, get that habit of doing that for the rest of my life, when yeah. things do get busy, or things do get, you know, so, like, I'm just so in-depth and, like, engrossed in work, and I can't, like, really get out of it, like, I need to be able to emerge from that and be able to, like, also yeah. be a person, you know, and exist with, like, my thoughts and creativity. We gotta have, we gotta have multiple eggs in one basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, I'm glad that we can, like, be on this journey together. Right? Because, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I think I'm excited. I think I see things going uphill from here. For me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're so optimistic. <laughs> yeah. I started this off so, like, oh my god, capitalism and everything. But, Yeah. yeah. I mean, new new year, new me, you know. Oh God, what is it? Um, you're not doing resolutions, but like, what is your like? Do you have any sort of goals or anything like you just want to um, do better or do or do in twenty twenty four? that's like tough because I feel like I I'm like constantly like, well, like the whole thing behind the resolutions is I feel like I'm constantly trying to like do something. Yeah. Well, ooh, I feel like that's like like narcissistic like I'm always trying to get better no no okay no 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 that does not self-improvement does not necessarily equate to narcissism you can definitely start to do better yeah being like I'm a god I'm gonna be more of a god no yeah I I just think like it's just like sometimes I don't don't think resolutions like always work so Mm -hmm. but I think one of my biggest goals is probably going to be trying to reduce my screen time because in college, like, it's always on the screen and, like, my mm-hmm. eyes are so tired. I, like, got yeah. on the Zoom and I was, like, or on the on the recall and I was, like, shit, I have mm-hmm. eye bags. 
And I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, I walked out of my dorm the other day and someone was like, you look really tired. And I was like, I don't want to, like, emit that, like, energy, you know? I want to be, like, up. (laughs) I want to be up. No, but honestly, Sam, I think I want to, yeah, I think I want to be more, like, naturally, like, I don't want to force being energetic, you know what I mean? I want to, like, be able to be more, like, well-rested and, like, more balanced. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, when I am, you know, like, what am I saying? You know what I mean? Just, well, well rested and balanced, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, oh, it's so, like, getting eight hours of sleep, like, that's, like, that'll do you so that right. That is, like, game changer. Like, you, you forget what it feels like to wake yeah. up. Because of rowing, yeah. Sleep. I've had to oh, do that. Oh, wow. Yeah, you wake up, like, at 5 a.m. every day, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I cannot. Like, I yeah, do, but, but like, that's, like, that's, like, that, like, starts your day off right. You know, like, sometimes you just gotta do a little, a little, like, voice yeah. memo, a little, like, mm-hmm. something, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you get into a slump, and it's so easy to get into a slump, especially Maybe. when like you don't have routine, like during yeah. a break or like when you're out of school or out of college, like, uh-huh. and you literally have all that like time—not all the time, but autonomy over your time. Yeah. You gotta actually work to not make sure you're in a slump. Oh, and that's like that's like yeah, that's kind of how, what I'm gonna try to avoid as I go mm-hmm. into winter break. But I'm glad that we could talk about this like. Because I feel like yeah. I always think about it, but I'm never, like... Verbalizing it. Verbalizing it and being, like, I want to be creative. Like, I want to keep this skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I just... I, yeah. When I envision myself being a more creative person, like, that version of me, she's so much happier. And so yes! Much more, like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So much more, like, there's just, just more joy. Like, I, you know... Yes. What's they call it? Emanating? No, what's yes. It? Emanating yeah. joy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, you probably are because that's, you're that's actually what I like. Like I, I'm also not the kind of person to be like, oh, resolutions. Here we go, 100 percent gonna work. I, I like, we've been new. It's like not the most effective thing ever. Yeah. And like I'm also the kind of person that like is consistently reflective on like how am I doing? Mm-hmm. How am I doing? Me too. To, like, the past month and like what is the future month gonna be? Like I'm very aware of that. So yeah, I just I want to be that version of myself that like is more creative and like get those benefits for myself like mentally yeah I think it's really good and that's like next year like we'll be on that journey and for our listeners you know join us on that journey and you know like be like let's be creative together like I really think okay I think like doing like podcasting has kept me so accountable because I've been like okay like if I say something I'm gonna like I have to do it yeah you guys guys are like "Mm." Maybe I'll start, like, writing more pieces for the book. Because, like, basically, my idea with the book was that it's, like, a constant collection of things about, like, my mom or, like, things that, like, ideas that relate. Yeah. So, that's, like, what I want to work on. So, yeah. beautiful. Wow. Yeah. This is really good for, like, accountability. Yeah. All right. Future is bright. I'm excited for us. And to everyone else out there who's, like, I don't I mean I mean everyone's on their own like creative journey. I just there's not, you know, one bit of advice or right. bit of like insight that I can give that will like apply to everyone, obviously, but I think it's so worthwhile. Even as someone who does not have that much creativity in my life, the times where I have been creative, like the times where like I was like like a choir kid or I was really passionate about music or I would go to like a bunch of musical performances, like those have been the most enriching. So yeah. Yeah, I I'm like want- this a message to like not forget the power of that yeah and like for me like I forgot something to mention was like I do letter writing and I do like collages with letters and like Mm -hmm. that is like sometimes like my form of creativity just like doing a quick card and I feel like those quick things like make other people's day so it's not like necessarily just for yourself it's also for other people and I Mm -hmm. think that's something where like you can immediately see the rewards of your creativity so yeah yeah yeah. thank you so much for listening and we hope that you'll check out our other podcast episodes and yeah thank you so much as this episode comes to a close we'd like to shout out the rest of our team who you don't hear from as often as as co-hosts their contributions are integral to the smooth running of dear asian girl 
and we would hate to take all the credit for what is truly a huge team effort. Annika, May, Bhavani, Yalda, Anya, and Michaela are our researchers, and Sonia is our audio engineer. Emma, Prisha, and Claire are our social media writers. Chloe, Kaylee, and Nicole are our social media illustrators. Alex is our social media manager, and Annette is our podcast manager. And finally, Ellie is our podcast director. Thanks, team. We couldn't do it without you.